when it comes to how I felt back then, there was a lot going on, a lot of emotions, a lot of struggle. And there was so much that I could not put into words. Uh, there was confusion and so many emotions that were running after each other. And I was trying to figure it all out, processing, and at the same time, trying to function and operate in life as a normal human being. Hi, ladies. Welcome to a new episode of our podcast. Um, so excited to have you back here. And today we're talking about three inspiring ways to accept a breakup and move on. And this is something that I if you're if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, you know that this is something that I struggled with years ago when I was going through the breakup that almost cost me my life. Um, but it was also the moment that I allowed myself to just be humble enough and um, open enough to just sit down and let it all out. And so today I'm coming back um, with a new episode. And today I want to talk to you about three things that you can do to help you accept the breakup and to move from a place of pain to a place of acceptance and gradually start to feel better where you have the peace and the joy and the appreciation that you've always wanted to have in your life. And now it doesn't all happen over overnight, but there are definitely things that can help you move the needle forward. Uh, forward faster and let's get started so number one is that you can definitely let yourself mourn and so anytime we're talking about um a, a challenging time in our lives that could be um you know, breakup is definitely one of them and any kind of setback of, um, in, in our life. Sometimes some people who, especially the ones who are achievers or go-getters, what they do is that they instantly get into the, uh, what can I learn from this mode? Now it's okay to learn. This is definitely the ultimate, um, you know, uh, the ultimate place that we want to be because being a lifetime learner and allowing ourselves to fail without without um, um, labeling or labeling ourselves as failure is definitely something that allows you to grow without without feeling bad about yourself. But at the same time, understanding and appreciating human emotions, you know that you can't go into this achieving and what can I learn from this mode right away. Sometimes you, the emotions are heightened and the best that you can do is to allow these emotions to come out and to allow it to express itself and for you to just give it the space to do that without you feeling the uh, the need to cover up to stress it down because you're worried because you want to uh to look like you got everything under control or that you want you are projecting this the um the facade or the image or the picture of someone who's strong and who can deal with things you know so just allow yourself the time don't jump into the, the 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 learning mode right away. Just allow yourself some time to cry if you if you feel like crying. To just you know uh, go for a walk. If you're an artistic person, do some kind of art that allows these emotions to just express itself out. Because one thing that I didn't do back then is that there, there were days when I had to get up in the morning and just go to work. And in these days, I felt so hard. It was so, 
struggling because I felt like I had to put up this, this facade. It's like a mask where people don't know what I'm going through. And then what it, what, what used to happen is that sometimes I'd be like, I just want to cry. And so I have to pull this face up for as many hours as I'm at work. And then once I'm back at home, then I just start collapsing. Like I start doing, you know, like ugly crying, terrible feeling, so sorry and bad for myself. And that's okay. Like if you have to do stuff to take care of yourself, if you can't get a vacation or go somewhere or, you know, find someone that you can talk to, just talk to yourself. Just speak it out loud because talking out loud helps you to get this energy out of your system. And that is what eventually leads us to the meltdown and to the nervous breakdown because we're not allowing these emotions, the energy that is that is lurking behind all of the sadness and anger and shame and frustration to express itself and to come out to the front. So the best thing that you can do for yourself is just allow that to come out in whatever, in whatever form um, that works for you. Number two is... Do your best to be kind to yourself. And this is something that I struggled with a big time because I was so mean to myself more than anyone in my life has ever been been mean to me. Um, I was calling myself names. I was just blaming myself for not only for the decision of being in a, in a, in a relationship with the wrong person and that I knew from the very beginning that he was not the right, the right person for me, but also the I blamed for myself for all the terrible um, decisions that I've made in my life before that point. So I was just, you know, grabbing things from my past, making sure that I have a long laundry list of things that I feel terrible about myself for. And this is the place where you don't want to be. Feeling bad about your breakup is something. Giving yourself the space to allow your emotions to come out and to express itself is something. But being mean and harsh on yourself is something else. Just give yourself this space and be kind to yourself. And I don't know, like if it helps you to imagine that you are dealing with your with your best friend, do that. If you need to imagine that you are talking to your daughter or someone who you really love and care about, do it. So, and that is an amazing place to be because even though we could be going through challenging times, being count, being kind to ourselves makes the challenge way less stressful and way less um, harsh because you are getting the kindness, the support that you're expecting and waiting to get from others, from yourself. Yes? So please do yourself... A favor by being kind to yourself. I don't know. Treat yourself to something that you like. Go for a walk. Um, get something that makes you feel good about yourself. Yes, this could be different for for other people. If you have people in your life that you can open your heart and mind to, and talk to them without feeling uh, any kind of judgment, then by by all means, do that. Do that. Um, I did not have that. Um, particular support system when I was going through this first because I was abroad, I was in a foreign country um, and I don't want to call my family and friends and start crying because I didn't want them to feel sorry or uh, to worry about me because they like might feel like, you know, my life is collapsing um, and I, I, I just, I didn't want them to get 
the wrong picture about what I was going through. So I didn't want them to worry. And that's why I just tried to handle the things on my own. Now, if you have the support, then by all means, by all means, uh, go for it. Use it. It's something amazing. And it's definitely something that we all of us um, need, especially when you are struggling. Number three is that don't expect or hope for too much from your ex. And by that, I mean, is that um, one thing that I remember in particular, and that and that could be the one, the number one thing why I struggled a lot during the breakup and also during this phase of uh, breaking off and then going back together and then breaking off and then going back. Um, and that is, I had a lot of hope for what could come out of this relationship. So there was always this sense of, oh, he's going to finally realize um, what he needs to do to step up to take care of me and, you know, to be responsible of the relationship. So I was, I was hoping that at one point he will get it and that we'll get back together and that life is going to be, you know, um, you know, happily ever after we're going to live together, get married and have the kids and, you know, just, to live happily ever after. <laughs> now, that's a lot of expectations. These are a lot of expectations. And when your expectations are not met and they are um, met with a um, and the opposite reality, then you start to feel shocked. You're disappointed, you're angry, you're frustrated, and you're blaming them for not giving you what you hope for or and what you um um, wait for as well. So also one thing that I, um, that I find a lot of women, um, talking about is waiting or expecting for an apology or an acknowledgement of the kind of damage that he or she, that he did in your life. Um, and that you want, or you hope that one day he'd come back and say, Hey, I'm sorry, uh, for what I did. I know I've done you wrong. I didn't mean it. I, I care about you. Even if you don't get back together, we still like, some of us are still looking and waiting for this apology for this acknowledgement. It's like, it's like, it's like you, you eventually want to get to a point where you feel like the injustice has been mended by this kind of apology that you're waiting for. Now, I'm sorry to tell you that, but more than 90 or 95% of the time, this apology never comes. It never happens. The acknowledgement and the apology uh, does not happen because for that to happen, it means this person, you know, had to go through his own, you know, um, his own reflection and healing journey um, and for them to be bold and courageous enough to say, hey, this is what I've done. I'm sorry. I acknowledge it. And then boom. Now, not only that, but also because you are holding how you are going to feel better conditioned on this kind of apology. And if you are making your healing and you're moving on conditional on anything and that thing doesn't happen, it means that you're healing and you are, you're, you're moving on to, to the next, uh, um, uh, point to the next level of your life is not going to happen. And so that means that you are, that you don't have the control in your hand. Anytime you don't have the control in your hand and, and, listen to me. I'm not talking about control as in like control freak. I'm just saying that having the responsibility and knowing that you have the last call in your life, when you put it in other people's hands, 
you are giving more chances that this doesn't happen. Whereas when you own it and when you say, I don't care what, what people do, I don't kill, I don't care about what people, people, um, feelings, actions, um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to heal. I'm going to get better. I'm going to have an amazing life. It doesn't have to happen. Uh, it, well, it doesn't have, it never happens overnight. <laughs> you need some time. I'm just talking about, these are the building blocks that you can start, uh, building, you know, like taking one step at a time and please remember, just take it easy on yourself. Give yourself some grace and remember that you are not the only person who's going through this. You're not alone. There are so many women out there who are going through the same pain and listen to me when I tell you that I, I mean, a few years ago, if you heard me talk or if you saw me, you would hardly believe that this is the same kind of person. I was terrible. I was depressed, anxious, and I was, I was even suicidal at one point. And um, I was not so passionate about life. There, there, there wasn't a lot going on in my life in terms of energy wise. I was just, I was so bored out of my mind. And, um, and I'm telling you, there is a way out of this pain. There is a way out of this pain. So I just, I want you to know that you are not alone. And so please feel free to share this episode with you know, a friend or a family member that you feel like uh, he or she needs to listen to it and uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on any of our daily episodes. And I'll catch you up, ladies, next time. Take care of yourself. Bye.